keep you there permanently if you... Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you wanna be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Yo, 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 it's your boy, Evan. Those were a little bit of words from Rocky Balboa, a.k.a. Sylvester Stallone, talking about how to keep moving forward in life. Um, Today on this podcast, we're going to interview somebody that I think exemplifies some of that phrasing there, somebody who has taken some risks and just keeps moving forward and working. It's a gentleman by the name of Garrett Douglas of the band Fourth and Orange. That'll be the first half of our podcast here today. We interview him, have a fantastic conversation. I'm excited for you to be able to hear. Then in the second half of our podcast, what we'll do is we'll go ahead and give you a little snippet of every reggae rock song that we're aware of that came out over the past week specifically by last friday um we'll play some of it we'll give you our take on it then we'll go over the latest and greatest in reggae rock news we'll give you a little positive thought of our own to give you another piece of positivity to round this whole podcast off and let you go about your day in a more positive way and with that let's get to our interview with garrett douglas of fourth and orange Start my morning. I don't know her name, but I pick up when she call me. She tryna get, tryna get, tryna get around. In the open switching lanes, I'm sipping with no chase. I told her watch the corners, don't let nothing go to waste. Now it's going up, going up till I lay it down. My city runs through my veins, it's in my blood. Never get enough, never get enough Gotta big it up, gotta big it up, yeah Yo, 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 it's your boy JB with Reggae360 This is our podcast for the vibes This is episode number 11 of season 2 And I'm sitting here in the studio with a very special individual Evan, a.k.a. Gotta work to eat, gotta grind to shine Mister, it's a long way to the top, but I'll see you there Mister, catch me laying in the cut, staying in his own lane himself Evan, Yarmo, Ev, what up, dude? JB, after that intro, I'm doing great Oh, man, that's good to hear, man You look great, you look like you're doing great I'm doing great, and I'll tell you 
one reason why I'm doing great, Evan, and why I'm so excited, why you can just hear that exuberance in my voice is because I'm here joined by another very special individual, the lead singer of the freshest, newest thing coming out of the mecca of reggae rock culture, Long Beach, a man representing a band with an unstoppable team behind him. Catch him hanging out with the music industry's elite repping for the culture. Catch him stirring up good vibes and SoCal reggae rock music. Catch him unifying the people through his music. Catch him doing numbers on YouTube. Catch him at the largest reggae rock festival crushing life. Catch him in 2020 hitting it hard like it owes him money, man. The newest, hottest, up-and-coming sensation. Garrett Douglas, lead singer of 4th and Orange. Garrett, what up, man? Man, are you just naturally talented at intros or what, man? That was awesome. Uh, Appreciate it. What up, guys? Man, everyone has their their gift. That was my gift, man. That's that's all I got, man. But hopefully uh, it lived up to the hype and certainly well-deserved, Garrett. And much appreciation, man. I'm very glad you could take the time to to talk to us today and um, let the people know, man. What do you got going on right now? Where you at? Paint a picture, man. What's going on in this moment in your life? Um, honestly, man, we just got off of a show from Arizona Roots. Uh, yes. It was an awesome show with, uh, you know, Revolution, Damian Marley. And uh, we took a little break for the weekend, man. So I took off uh, past Mountain Blue to do a little camping. So I'm just actually on the freeway on my way back, uh, just touching down on the 101 freeway, about to head back to L.A., dude. So uh, that's where I'm at at the moment. Oh, man, dude. That sounds like you're living the life. Yeah, Arizona Roots. Whoo, man, just just watching the highlights on Instagram and everything, dude, it just it looks so epic, man. And and I know that that's a, you know, a big deal to be able to play at that festival. How did it go for you, man? Did it did it meet your expectations, man? Do you guys do you feel like you guys represented well, man? Did you uh did you just enjoy that moment or what? We definitely felt like uh we represented ourselves correctly. We went out there professionally. We uh we rehearsed about five days a week for the last two months straight. Uh, we did what we had to do. We, we, we came there to sweat. We came there to bleed a little bit, and then we went on. And, uh, right now, it's a big learning process for us because we're used to performing little smaller venues. Um, and now that we're hitting the big stages at festivals, there's a lot to learn when it comes to sound because things sound different when you're in a outside environment versus yeah. when you're inside of a place like hotel cafe and there's speakers in every in every uh, corner of the room so uh we definitely found out things that uh we need to do to improve and and uh that's what it's, what it's all about i think man i think we're just ready to hit the next tour dude i hear that man that's uh that's awesome yeah it sounds like that that uh I never even thought about that, man, the difference between playing outside versus playing inside. But um, I'm sure you guys will have many, many more outdoor shows to be able to uh, to practice that thing that you learned. And um, just to let the people know, man, you are the lead singer of Fourth and Orange. You're the man with the pipes, dude. Yes, you got sir. the voice. Um, now, the rest of the band couldn't be here. But just let the people know, man, who else is part of a fourth and orange man talk about your your team your squad for a little bit here man who uh who else is in the band man i got a i got a, like an amazing group of individuals um i've got a drummer by the name of sam ward who comes from boston he actually graduated from uh berkeley for music uh, as a drummer so he, he's pretty badass student and i got um ricky santiago he's my uh, lead guitarist uh he's from riverside california uh very talented guy very smart 
good with engineering, uh, smart all the way around when it comes to music, uh, I guess, direction and stuff like that. And then I got my my man, uh, Alex Bernstein, man. He's the one that's on the bass, and he comes all the way from Brazil, dude. So uh, he's here with an awesome visa, and he's here to work, and he's here to create vibes, and uh, he's an awesome bass, man. He's, he's on low end all the way around. And then I got my boy, DJ Irie, on the keys, man, and he's uh, high school friend since we were in uh, varsity, uh, I don't want to say varsity football. We never made it that far, but since we were in freshman <laughs> football together, um, you know, uh, we definitely chased a lot of dreams together, and eventually it came uh, to Fourth and Orange. That's where, where we're at now, man. So those are the guys on my uh, on my squad for as far as the band goes. And then, you know, we got Atlantic Records, and we got uh, as our record label, which is phenomenal because we feel like we're, you know, being backed by a machine, and I think that's what they are. So uh, we couldn't be any more grateful. And then we also have, uh, you know, Ladium Artists is my management. And my management team, Chucky Chavez, is the leading uh, man over there. It's pretty amazing, man. We we land a lot of things that we wouldn't expect to land because of how hard that they work. So uh, all around, bro, we got a pretty good, uh, you know, machine working with gears in different departments. And uh, as long as everybody does their job, I think we're going to be pretty unstoppable. Yeah, man. Damn, that's a hell of a... A squad there. It's funny, man. As you were talking, I was thinking, doing my research, you talked about Ricky, man, uh, the guitarist. Actually, on his Instagram, he does some insane covers, man. I saw him playing, like, Mac Miller, Childish Gambino. I mean, the dude's insanely talented. And, shit, I bet everybody in the band is is uh, on that level. And you talked a little bit about uh, Ladium. I'm fascinated by that management team and Chucky Chavez and um, some of the some of the label mates or or people that are kind of under that umbrella, man. Um, I, I would imagine you guys get into all kinds of interesting opportunities as a result of that. Uh, and, and I know, in fact, that you have some some very talented. Uh, I don't know if you call them label mates, but is it is it Allie Brooke? Is she also part of Ladium? Is that right? Yeah, she's also part of Latium as well. And um, the thing is, she's a, she is actually technically our label mate too because she's actually with Atlantic as well. So uh, uh. the same thing happened to her that happened to us. And uh, our manager, dude, pretty much walked me and Allie uh, at separate times into uh, the situation that we're in now. So, yeah, she's definitely technically a label mate. And the other guys, I guess, uh, they're just fellow uh, management uh, buddies that I got that are under the same management. We're under the same umbrella, man. It's amazing. Dude, that's amazing, man. I'm honestly like, I can't wait to see, you know, at, at like in 2020, 2021, what, um, what you guys are able to do because, you know, in, in this role, man, I'm, I'm a fan of anything that even, you know, falls under reggae, whatever the sound is, if there's even a, a hint of an influence of reggae, I have appreciation for it. And, and I see a lot of different bands. I see a lot of talented bands that don't have, that team behind them that don't have that network that don't have those connections. And I've seen some bands that started out without those connections and then work their way up. And it sounds like you guys have that uh, team behind you. And that's, that's so crucial for anybody that's representing reggae rock, man, because you, you guys are now in a position to be able to, to branch out and really elevate the genre. And that's exciting to me as a fan of, uh, as a fan of the music. So, um, yeah, dude, that's just um, that's pretty dope that uh, that you guys are well connected like that. Um, how how did that come hey, about? I, I'm curious. Like, how did that how did that relationship? How did that connection kind of develop? You know, man, I, I actually I've been doing uh, different types of music 
my whole life, and I started off being in, in hip hop, dude. I'm from Long Beach, California, nice. so uh, you know, so um, I was a rapper by the name of Beach Boy for uh, a long of my beginning years of, of learning music, and then um, I just dropped my voice on a on a reggae record that I got one day, and the, and and it was the song Eyes by Kali Buds. I got that rhythm online. Yes, I just made a reggae song, dude. I just I just wanted to do what I, I, I expected myself to do on a, any type of beat that I ever get on. And I uh, ended up uploading it to the internet. And man, the reaction I got back from that song versus the reaction I got back from my rap music, it was, it was a whole different vibe for me. Like it was, the audience was wider. The people's eyes were brighter. People were just more excited about how I sounded on reggae than I did on hip hop. So I just kind of molded myself over it because, Man, reggae's always been a part of me. Like, Sublime, dude, was, was my, I, I want to say it's like my dad when I didn't have my dad around, dude. Bradley Noel was teaching me how to li live my life, how to stop caring about the worries, how to, you know, fix myself over my struggles with drugs and, and et cetera, you know, and all that other stuff, man, partying yeah. and being out late and, and all that stuff, dude. And, and I felt like I had to take the mantle up for a second and just do what I felt was right in my heart. And in my heart, man, reggae helped me explain my life easier to people. And I think people listen to us and feel a little bit more relaxed with their lives. So I guess my mission is, is being uh, served when I do this kind of genre. And that's what's really good with the uh, Atlantic deal that we got because not too many reggae acts that are my peers land a major deal. And um, it's sad to me, man, because reggae is such a great genre that um, I wish I heard a lot more of it on the radio. Yeah. But I have to go and get Spotify out and plug my auxiliary cord in just so I can hear some reggae because in Los Angeles and Southern California, man, there's not any reggae stations out, man. If I want to hear something, I got to listen to KROQ, which is a great station, but I'm talking about reggae, man. I want to mm -hmm. hear a reggae station. And um, I think this is what's a big opportunity for, for everybody in this genre to, um, you know, make it a little bit further than usual acts. Because we're all talented out here, but it's about who you know sometimes. And uh, we know a lot of really good people that are high up there in the uh, industry. And um, I think with the plug that we got, man, um, Atlantic's going to help this genre take the next level. And uh, the next level is getting on the radio and being a crossover act. And shout out to my manager, Chucky Chavez, who actually took Latium and he made it a partnership with Atlantic. And that's what uh, enabled me to deliver him my music after he found me on uh, Hawaiian radio stations. Uh, he took my music to Craig Kalman, the president of Atlantic, and uh, he asked them, like, if I oversee their project, could uh, can we get them a deal? And basically, man, here we are now, man, with Atlantic Records deal, and we're working hard to uh, compete with everything else that's out there, but I think we're doing a pretty good job as of now, man. Awesome, Garrett. Um, you know, and I'm sure it's not just the connections. I mean, just speaking personally, man, your your music's fantastic as well. I took a deep dive on some of the stuff you had out on SoundCloud, and man, your vibe's always been there. Um, definitely appreciate everything that you you've done so far. But I mean, you mentioned that reggae rock really isn't out there the way it could be. Do you see, you know, maybe yourselves if you're able to go ahead get this big deal, you blow up? Do you see the genre moving in a positive direction potentially as a result? I honestly, I do, man. I do as long as, as long as people don't oversaturate it, man. Because anything that's good always gets, always seems to get oversaturated sometimes. And I just hope everybody really stays true to who they are. That way, um, 
that way we can thrive here as reggae artists because yeah. once we start you know mixing in politics and mixing in stuff that doesn't apply to what we're trying to deliver as a message um it starts getting clouded the message starts getting a little you know blurry um and i think if everybody stays true to themselves and we really focus on what we're trying to deliver which reggae music is about love it's about unity it's about lessons it's about life as long as we do that kind of stuff man i think we're going to be we're going to be good as a, as a genre man the, the people from here on out um you know they got all of us to listen to uh just like i had sublime to listen to to learn from and um continue on I, I feel like as long as everybody focuses on what they really want in life and talk about that in a, in a positive direction then um we're all gonna be good man damn bro that's awesome man that's uh <clears throat> you know i i just i love the answer that you gave when you were talking about bradley noel and that influence and also when you're talking about what reggae music is being about the love and i can hear in your voice man that passion when you talked about how reggae music helped you explain your life i think those were your words but something like that but how it just kind of represented you more exactly. than anything else i i feel that dude i i feel that so much man that's why i love it that's why i love the genre that's why whenever i put it on man it brings me up it's uplifting it helps people like overcome things sure. man it's just so pure dude and that's why i love the fact that you're in the position that you are and that you have that passion man that makes me stoked dude i appreciate that Man, I, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the world. I appreciate <laughs> what yeah. life has taught me, man. I had a real tough childhood, man. I had a really bad dude, and um, I kind of hated life for a long time. And then, you know, uh, through music, not specifically reggae, but just through music, man, mm. I was freed. And then when I did come across make reggae, oh, my God, man. I just, <laughs> like you said, man, my soul started flying. And I'm like, yo, I've never felt this happy <laughs> my life like yeah. ever uh in my dark past man i'm at my highest high right now with this genre and i don't think i'm gonna come down i think i want to stay here for the rest of my life dude you know i like it i like it dude you know what's funny too is you mentioned one of the first song like reggae songs you try was a um a rhythm from a Kali bud song you're actually now gonna perform with Kali buds or open for him right that's that's coming this month in March. Yeah, you guys are opening Great. for Kylie Buzz, dude. That's wild, bro. That's awesome, man. That's uh, that's got to be a trip, man. I haven't got the chance to tell him, man. I saw him at um at One Love Cali uh, at Long Beach. Mm. Um, I saw him a couple times before that, and man, I I, I kind of want to walk up to him. I think I'm going to next month that we're on tour with him about eight shows. I think we have, and uh, yeah. I'm gonna walk up to him, man. I'm just gonna have to. YouTube open, man. I'm about to just play him what I did in high school and let him know how much I appreciate him and uh, how much I learned from the guy, dude. Uh, being on stage with him, sharing stage with him, I should say, in the card uh, is a dream come true for me because it's, it's not every day that you, you, you uh, admire somebody and you use their music to make your own and then you end up being on stage with them. It doesn't happen every day. So I feel like when that stuff happens, you got to walk up to him, pay a little homage, and let him know how much you appreciate him. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm actually, uh, I met Kali Buzz, man. He, uh, he did a, a show on a, uh, a cruise, like a cruise around the Boston Harbor. I think this was like a couple of years ago. One of the nicest, most genuine, he's one of those people when you walk up to, man, he's just kind of emitting positivity, man. He's got a vibe to him. So, uh, I hope that moment happens, man. I hope you get to go up to him and, and, uh, and, and tell him that. And, and, uh, that'll be, man, that'll be a pretty, pretty dope moment. And actually, Doing my research, man, I noticed you guys have been kind of making some 
uh, connections, man, in the industry. I saw uh, you got the chance to meet like Rome Ramirez. Um, I'm curious, man, are there some other people in the industry that you've been able to kind of link up with or, or anyone's reached out to you or any kind of relationships you guys are kind of building now, maybe at playing at some of these festivals. Is there anyone out there that's showing you guys extra love, anything like that? Man, we got a, we got a few people. Um, definitely Rome Ramirez. Uh, I talked to him like on a comment on Instagram, may, pri- like maybe like two weeks prior to one love going down. And I just hit him up like, Hey, yo, Rome, your analog sound is amazing, man. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to incorporating more of that analog sound into my music this year. And then he just like comments back to me like, yo, man, you can't go wrong without, uh, with analog. Like let's get and make, let's get together and make something fire. And I, I just read the comment like, yo, that's amazing that he would even reach, reach out or reach back to me, dude. And then, um, out of nowhere, dude, we perform on stage at one love. And when I'm getting off, I drop the mic and I give the mic back to the uh, sound guy. And there he is, man, just standing on the stage with a, with a joint in his hand, just watching us perform, dude. And then I, I got to meet him right there. And man, honestly, that was, it's really humbling, man, to see that, like, you can be up there and you still keep your ear to the ground. You still keep your humbleness. You still keep your head small um, and appreciate the new and upcoming guys just like us. And uh, forever, I'll learn from that day. And I'll know that, like, when we become famous and uh, and well-known, I'm always going to keep my head small and, and always remember the little guy that's on the up and up. And uh, other than that, man, you know, I've had a good pass with reggae already before Fourth and Orange, so uh, I've done my, I've done my job uh, as far as networking in the past, and like I've already had songs with Eric, the lead singer of Revolution. I have a song called Distractions with him, and uh, oh, wow. so seeing the, yeah, man. So seeing the new artist, like I- I'm still working on it. We're still like working our way around the, um, the VIP section and 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 introducing and shaking hands, but. Uh, Warren G, dude. I would say Warren G is the the most respected no way, person dude. so far that like that, that I've met. Man, he dropped his uh he dropped the verse on on the remix of in the LBC that's gonna be dropping, dude. So I'm letting you guys have a little uh, sneak peek what? Uh, right now because I don't think anybody knows about it, dude. Damn, dude, that's love right there, man. Warren G on the in the LBC remix. Whoo. Yes, dude. You heard it here yeah, first. Yeah, bro. It's gonna be big, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's uh, that's 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 so dope, man. It's funny that you uh, you mentioned Rome, Ranier- Rome Ramirez, man. Like, kind of having his eye on you guys. It's funny, man. He's always Rome is always connected with. Like, I feel he's connected with the next wave of music. I mean, he's got fresh, uh, fresh goods music. Uh, you know, the the label management company, man, where he's always kind of scouting new talent. And and uh, you guys are obviously already spoken for, but I feel like he definitely keeps his his ear to the ground when it comes to uh, the newest thing. You talked about, you know, getting off and smoking a joint. Is it is it true that you guys had a a half pound blunt on stage at, at One Love? Is that am I getting that right? It was a half pound joint. Yeah, bro, it was insane. So like. <laughs> The homie Alfredo hit us up and he was like, yo, man, I, I want to do a collaboration with you guys before you guys uh, get out on stage for One Love. And I said, cool, what you got in mind? He was like, oh, you know, just bring a couple joints with Fourth and Orange written on it. And I said, that sounds cool. Let me get your ticket. <laughs> and so I got him his ticket and, and he met me, dude. He met me backstage and, he, and he's from a company called Dynasty, man. So 
if anybody likes good herb, you know, look up Dynasty. Uh, I have them quite tagged quite often on my uh, Instagram. Shout and uh, anyway, Dynasty. he shows up with a suitcase. He pops up in the suitcase, and there's two huge cannons just in there. And I'm like, what is, <laughs> what is this? And I pull it out, and it's a half-pound blunt, dude, with like 16 different um, – what are those backwoods put together on it, bro? Uh, and then he, at the base of it, it was $100 bills, but they weren't actual bills. They were look, they looked like bills, but they were wrapping papers. <laughs> so the wrapping papers were all over the bottom with $100 bills, and it was a half-pound blunt. Wow. Man, it, that thing went on for like two hours, dude. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah, I, I, shouts out Dynasty. Yeah, I definitely would have gotten very – uh, very faded, man. That would make it. That would make it very difficult for me to to perform. But you guys, obviously, yourself, maybe maybe you're no rookie. Uh, you know, a half pound blunt's not throwing you off your game, man. So, um, so that's that's pretty dope, man. That's pretty dope. I I got a question for you. Just thinking about where, like, just hearing your story and thinking about these situations that you're in, man. Like, is there ever a moment where you kind of have to like take a step back and be like, uh? Damn, like, is this real? Like, I, I like, it, it seems like, uh, uh, like you're you're in these situations so quickly, so early on in your career. Like, is there ever a part of you that's like, uh, man, I don't really know how to explain it, but does it ever seem like surreal? And you kind of have to like snap yourself back into it and be like, nah, man, this is real. This is happening. We're doing the damn thing. Like, do you ever have moments like that, man? Or are you just like kind of going along with the journey? No, I totally, you asked the right question, bro. I totally <laughs> understand what you're asking because, dude, there's too many of those moments where I'm just like, wait, hold on. We're performing at One Love, like, as our first show, like, the, the most epic reggae concert in my hometown ever to go down. Like, you're, you're telling me that our first festival ever is going to be there. And, uh, man, these opportunities come up like this, bro, to the point where I'm like, I'm just rolling with the punches. Like you said, man, I'm just rolling with the punches. But at the same time, when I get home, I got this little apartment that I just sit on my couch and I ponder <laughs> and I, and I bring myself back down to the ground, dude, and realize that, yeah, man, some things are a dream and some things are just meant to be dreamed until you're living it, bro. And, and, um, I'm living it now, dude. So if you don't have your hands out, you can't receive God's gifts, man. And yeah. I just keep my arms open. And when they fall and they land, man, I just hold them close to my heart and I roll with them and I give it all I got because my family needs me. Um, my parents really need me. They've been financially struggling since I was a kid. Um, and now, man, I'm able to take care of them, dude. And then this is what I've always wanted to do. So I'm going to do it as well as I can, dude. That's awesome, man. Gary, you, uh, you just seem like such a genuine like down to earth dude, man. And and it makes me happy that you're in the position that you're in right now, especially, you know, talking about the, the, you know, fact that you can now take care of your family. You can, you can help grow the, the genre, man. You have like, it just seems like you got a good head on your shoulders, man. And I feel like with your talent and, hey. and the people on your team, man, the sky's the limit. So, uh, speaking of that, man, we're, we're, uh, definitely going to be rooting from the sidelines, but what do you have, uh, what do you have lined up for the people for 2020, man? What are some of your goals maybe this year beyond? What are some things you're looking at next? What's next for fourth and orange? I think the big, I think the big thing for us, man, is like, uh, it's growing now. Like we did our, mm. we did our job as far as, as recording. We've recorded so many songs. We've, uh, 
We've made music video. We've provided content. And now that the content is out there, we need to hit these stages to build the numbers up on our Instagram and our mm. following. That way, when these songs do come out, there's listeners to listen to them. So we have a label. We have everything. But the thing you, that you need the most is you need the fans. Mm. And uh, the label can provide all else except for your growth. And um, they can definitely provide avenues like you guys. Thank you guys, Reggae 360, yeah. for having us here and simple things like this that we need to be doing. Otherwise we miss an opportunity to grab one fan, two fans, 500 fans, 1000 fans, whatever it is, man, it's all contributing to our, our growth, man. And, and 2020 has to be about that. So, so definitely I would say going out there and giving it all we got and providing the, the fans with the vibe that we provide ourselves when we're in the studio. And, um, other than that, man, doing as many interviews as we can um, and just getting our names out there. Um, that's basically what 2020 has got to be about. That way 2021 can be about seeing those fans in the audience when we go out there. Because uh, as of lately, man, yeah, we've had, a, we've had a great turnout for shows, but it could be better. And um, I think everything could always be better. So that's definitely the plan for Fourth and Noise. That's awesome, man. Well, well said. Well, I hope many blessings come your way in, in – uh in 2020 it's interesting a couple of weeks ago we were talking to greg shields hey. from uh from cashed out and he said um you know one fan just one new fan man could be a fan for life and they could ride or die with your band for, for life dude so sounds like absolutely brick by brick baby that's maybe that's a way to do it you know one fan at a time and certainly you yeah uh, bro you got a couple here today, man. Between Evan and I, you got two new lifelong fans, man. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, then then my Sunday is uh, even better, then, man. I appreciate you guys so much. Hell yeah, brother. Have you got anything, man? I'm just I just love this experience. Uh, I mean, every interview is super positive, super great. But uh, I just. I just love the vibe of this conversation, man. Everybody's so happy here. It's phenomenal. It's good to hear the story of somebody, man. You never really know until you talk to somebody. You can see them. That's why we love this podcast, man, because we want the fans to hear your voice. And, you know, now they're getting the opportunity to kind of uh, just just see how genuine you are, man. And there's so many more things that we could talk about. But it's like, dude, this conversation has just been organic. And, and uh, yeah, man, I'm just I'm, I'm stoked for, for 2020. And I'm really looking forward to hearing this Warren G verse, man. That's that's going to be big. Any any timeline on that? Any timetable? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it should be rolling out about March 20th, dude, so you Ooh. won't have to wait too long. March 20th. I like it, man. Right right about the time you guys are going to be playing with Kylie Buds, man. That thing's coming out. So, it's going to be a good March for you guys and actually shit, I've got one question. You guys might be the sure. only reggae rock band not to put your music in a box, but the only band that affiliates with reggae rock music that has a TikTok. I, I I never have seen that before. And I could be speaking incorrectly. There could be a bunch, but just I've never seen it. I've seen you guys uh, you know, repping TikTok on Instagram. How, how's that going, man? Are you guys getting like like interaction on TikTok? Is that like a new avenue? Should other bands in the reggae rock world be looking at that and 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 uh and doing the same thing, man? Or how's that going? Um, honestly, man, I'm going to tell you like this, man, it's a, this world is a young man. It's a young man and young, I guess young person's world, yes, man. Like the yes. young people rule this world. Yep. It'll always be that way. So yep. you always have to remember, man, that times change, music change, um, <clears throat> single are shorter now because of attention spans and stuff like that. So 
TikTok has been taking over the world. I don't know if you guys know, but some of the highest grossing singles are on the list that's called TikTok uh, tunes. And yeah. like on Spotify, man, those are what's hitting. Those are the ones that are, are doing the best. Uh, Selena Gomez is the, the dances. And uh, for us, it's all, it's all the strategy, man. Like the label is definitely giving us pointers and telling us that we don't have to, but it would be good for the band if you guys grew on TikTok. And uh, we listen to what Atlantic has to say. There's a reason why Atlantic Records is Atlantic Records. They give us our uh, pointers and we either do or we don't. And uh, for TikTok, we do. And uh, we got a bunch of great feedback. We got so many views on a couple of them and it's been growing our fan base. So honestly, I would love to tell every other band or a reggae artist that's doing what they're doing to uh, take a look at it where you can fit in and uh if it's your thing if it's not then uh don't do it but if it's your thing man it's, it's a fun thing to do and it's a it's a great way to make new uh fans with the young kids hell yeah man times times are evolving and man you better evolve with it so that's that was pretty cool to see that's just one thing that caught my eye i was like oh man these guys are these guys are doing something a little bit different and and uh that's dope garrett i i uh i respect that big time yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to think man how how we can wrap up this conversation and i think uh, one way I'd like to do it, man, is anybody that's listened to our podcast and heard this man talk is going to go listen. They're going to go to iTunes. They're going to go to Spotify. They're going to search Fourth and Orange. They're going to listen to your music. They're going to go to YouTube. Maybe check it out on TikTok. Go to your Instagram. Follow you guys. I'm curious, man. What would you say to anybody that's about to go on that venture, man, that maybe heard this conversation that could be a new fan that's about to go check you guys out? What words do you want to give them before we hit we wrap up here? Um, honestly, man, the, the words that I want to give them is like, do what you do. Don't do what they do because if you do what they do, you already failing. Um, there's obviously reggae has been done by everybody else. So what new, what new elements can you bring to this old, uh, genre that we've been, that we've been, uh, embarking on, like, uh, get on stage, show them why you're significant. Um, and just be true to yourself. You don't need to be copying somebody else. Uh, you can obviously learn from somebody else, but you know, you're yourself and it's easier to be yourself than it is to try to be anybody else. And, um, I think that would be the only message that I got. Just go out there. And when you stand on that stage, you leave everything that you have, you have and you, that you own and that you represent right there on that stage. So the person that's watching you can be inspired to hopefully change their lives and make better for their next day, man. Yes, dude. Yes, I love it, bro. That's that's getting me pumped up, man. Well, I tell you what, that's a that's a good that that's a good point to to wrap up, Garen. And and uh, man, I don't want this thing to end here, dude. I want you to stay in touch with Reggae Three Hundred and Sixty with JB and Evan over here, man. And as twenty twenty unravels, yes, man, we want to get you back and just kind of um, you know stay close, man. As you guys continue to. Just put out good music and grow and grind and anything that we can do for you, man. Reggae 360s here to help out, man, to help spread your music, to help spread your vibe. So uh, keep that in mind, man. And on that note, Garrett, just, man, it's been a blessing. Appreciate your time and big up, man. Stay uh, stay doing your thing, dude. Absolutely. If I'm ever in your guys' area and I come by, I'll try to bring one of them half-pounders with me and uh, we'll get a little vibe together, brother. <laughs> yes, dude. Done. I love it, man. That's a plan. All right, homie. Stay up, Garrett. Peace. Thank, thank you guys for having me, dude. Peace out. For sure. Peace. Oh, here it is.
get my mail Open the envelope to read my bills Now I'm standing in the lobby all by myself I see the front door opening a new female I'm like, who is that girl right there? Do she got a man that cares? Maybe I can be that guy We'll never know unless we give it a try Yeah, yeah, yeah Something I would work for She won't have to work, no Only if she gave me one night I took the elevator up Butterflies in my gut I'll do better when I see you next time Well, hot damn, Evan. That was a hell of an interview. It wasn't an interview. It was a conversation. It's a conversation between three people that just have a passion for reggae music, reggae rock music, and one of them just happens to be insanely talented at music and a hell of a singer, okay? Fourth and Orange, definitely buy stock now because that stock is just going up and up and up. 2020 is going to be a big year. So, man, I'm so blown away, dude, at just how real the dude Garrett was and I love the story I love the energy I I love the position that he's in and they're just such a unique band given the fact that they've got that team behind them Latium Records is they're doing something they know what they're doing Atlantic they know what they're doing man so um, Fourth and Orange is doing all the right things and hell doing the For the Fives podcast that's on the top of the list baby Evan what did you think I think you're spot on, JB. Great conversation, great dude, making big waves in the 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 market out there today. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I'm speechless. Clearly, <laughs> I'm excited to see what they have coming. I mean, so far they've just dropped you know a bunch of different kind of singles and a few songs here and there. I'm excited to see what happens when they put out a full album. You know, I'm excited to see them live someday when they come out here. I'm just I'm excited. Smoke JB. that half pound blunt. I'm a little excited about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're just an excited dude today, man. I Absolutely. like it. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot to be excited about. And what I'm excited about is some of this music that came out last Friday. Man, we got some gems. We got some absolute bangers, dude. Some real good new music. And what we're going to do for the second half of this podcast, after you were blessed with that dope interview, is we're going to go ahead and play some of this music. We're going to let you know what came out. We're going to give you our take on it. We're going to give you a little review. Um, and we're just going to keep this thing moving. And if you guys are lucky, man, we might. We might give you a positive thought of the week if you're lucky. If you stick around, if you like our post, then yeah, maybe we'll give you a positive thought of the week. But right now what we're going to do is uh, just play some good music, man. And now that I'm looking at this list, dude, I'm excited, man. When I think of the music that came out Friday, one song just... The collaboration on it just blew me away. And that's Bumpin' Uglies, man. Florida Showers featuring the For the Vibes podcast veteran Leilani Wolfgram. Whoo! That's some heat, man. She comes and goes like Florida Showers. 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 Florida
and gone within the hour. Loving her gives her the power. Because she comes and goes like Florida showers. Damn shame that we couldn't have played that song long enough for you to hear Leilani Wolf Graham's part, but that was Brandon Hardesty crushing it. Also, a veteran of the For the Vibes podcast, one of our most listened to episodes, by the way. Brandon Hardesty, the man, the myth, the legend, but he's such a fucking songwriter, such a storyteller, and he's talking. He's talking about a complicated woman. I'm assuming that's how I interpreted it. Okay. Um, and Leilani Wolfgram, like she's one of the realest female artists in the sense that like she, she opens up the curtains and lets you see everything going on behind the scenes. She's real. She puts her, wears a heart on her sleeve and her lyrics, they're true. They talk about, you know, just like every human being is flawed. She opens that up and her music is about that. And, and I think like. You know, as much as we want to live in this like storybook world where everybody just falls in love, like the, you know, and everything's just great. Like the truth is, man, people are complicated. And, you know, there are people that are working through some things. And I just feel like this song like taps into that. And I think we've all either known someone like that or maybe been that person a little bit, you know, and this song just like hits you. And, man, to, to listen to Brandon. And Leilani on the same song, I'm just like, this This was what the people needed. This was the collaboration that people needed. And it's just like further validating how dope Bumpin' Uglies is. The fact that they linked up with the Leilani Wolfgram. I mean, she is a goddess, dude. She is like, like out of this world, super talented. Like, And when we talked her on the podcast, man, she was one of the coolest fucking people so combine that with Brandon Hardesty, man, you got a recipe for a very good song. Very good. Evan, what do you think? I mean, Brandon Hardesty, master songwriter right there, uh, master storyteller. Anytime you have a song that he's a big part of, um, you're going to hear something that really makes you think about maybe stuff, stuff that you've been, places you've been. You're going to relate to him a little bit maybe. Um, I'd say anyone who enjoys that vibe should look that song up. And just listen to Leilani Wolfgram's part and really take that whole vibe in and, and put it in a little present, put it in your pocket and take it out whenever you just, you really have uh, some time to listen to a good song. Take that whole vibe in. All of it. 
<laughs> Anyways. Sorry. Moving on. Um, dude, some other reggae rock royalty blesses with some new music. You know what we got here, man? This is The Expendables with Lives and Love. Maybe maybe it's Lives and Loves or Lives and Loves. I don't know. It's Lives and Loves, dude. Yeah. Lives and Loves. I don't know. I'm just, just spitballing here. All right. Yeah, I guess. We'll find out in a moment. Shit. Lives and Loves. How would that even make sense, dude? Maybe. song has everything everything that you could ever want the expendables have been doing this thing for a long time and i love when a band has been doing it for a long time comes out with new music and you can hear that sound evolved you know this is the new expendables this is a song that i could play on repeat man i love the vibe i love the energy the lead singer of the expendables nobody has a voice like this guy and he was I mean, he was almost like flowing in that song, you know? I, it was just, it was fire, man. And the Expendables, dude, they shred. The guitarist for the Expendables crushes it. And I know you didn't hear that little clip it, but there's a lot of that, man, in that song. Play that song, man. There's some heavy metal riffs, man. They, they go back and forth. And um, the Expendables, man, just prove why they're known as reggae rock royalty more they, they put a little emphasis on rock dude expendables fucking rock dude so you know there you have it i don't think we solved the debate about whether it's uh lives and loves he's, or in the song he's, they said she lives and she loves oh well there you go like so you're 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 right jb there you have it mystery solved absolute Banger by the Expendables, Evan. Anything to add to that, man? 
Ah, you're, you're spot on as always. I got to stop saying that. So I say that after everyone. But man, you, you, you've got these big comprehensive thoughts on the songs and you're always just bam, bam uh, on point. But yeah, I mean, they're they're very rocky, but they've got the vibes. We're for the vibes. So they find a home on this podcast. Well, there you have it. I like it. The Rocky, like the mountains, baby, like like ASAP Rocky. Okay. Like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Like, <laughs> like Rocky, the boxer, but Rocky Balboa. Okay, like my wrist is Rocky with the Roly and a dab of ranch. Are you flowing right now? Or are you maybe, dude? What do we got next, man? Speaking of next flowing, up. I'm about to be flowing all night long. <laughs> the hip abduction with all night long. Sing it, JB. <laughs> Bro, Lionel mother getting Richie, dude. All night long. That is how you do a cover song, baby. That thing got me ready for the weekend. The hip abduction, man. Their vibe is so smooth, dude. I just picture like being in Miami, you know, at the Coco Cabana, and these dudes are just, just, you know, doing their, their they're doing their best line of Richie, man. And I'm just vibing out, dude. I'm drinking some kind of liquor out of a coconut, man. You know, maybe I'm wearing, uh, you know, some colorful swimming trunks. You know, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm getting all kinds of vibes from this song, but it, I will say, man, this song put me in a happy mood. If you listen to this song and you're not in a happy state of mind, dude, like, I'm sorry, man. There's nothing I can do for you. I did everything I could. This is it, vibe therapy. If your vibes ain't there yet, then, man, you, you should probably keep listening. Yeah, dude, you have a vibe deficiency. If you can't put a smile on your face to some Lionel Richie uh, being, being um, you know, tapped into by the hip abduction, forget about it. Dude. Forget about it. Hey, forget about it. What's the next song, man? The next song is Love Like Mine. Oh, dude, this is a personal favorite of your boy, dude. Also love the band name Vibes Farm. I want to go there. That's where I'm trying to be on the Vibes Farm. Take me there, Evan.
I just took a walk through the vibes farm. Was it nice? I picked a I picked a few plants here and there, a couple vibes. I didn't just want to look at them. I don't want to take them and put them in my pocket, bring it with me home. Love that verse. Love the flow there. Um, love his voice. Love the message. JB, what do you think? Yeah, man. Um, like I said, man, that was one of my personal favorites. It definitely, that song got stuck in my head. It got stuck on repeat on my phone as well. Um yeah, if love ain't perfect, then why do I gotta be, dude? I tell my girlfriend that all the time. I'm like, you know what, man? Love, love ain't perfect. All right, but there's something about this song that just man, it gets me going, man. It's like it's just it's the same, dude. Last week when we were listening to the hold up, that song "Cool Spot." There's just something about these songs, man, that are just so chill and they just like i like i feel like i'm quote floating on cloud nine dude when i'm listening to it and vibes far man this this was i'll admit you know I, i'm discovering new music all the time and i'm newer to these guys and man this song got me hooked dude i'm like holy shit man these guys are super talented this song was an absolute vibe and you know what this song didn't even come out last friday it came out i think two weeks ago but i included it because it was so damn good so damn good yeah man so i'm 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 all in, man, and and that song, dude. That's that's going. That's like on my yearly. Like that's that song is. I play the shit out of that song, dude. I like it. It just makes me feel good, dude. That's what it's all about, dude. Feeling good, man. What else do you have, Evan, in store to help me feel even more good? I've got, I've got more for you. I've got "Drifting" Ooh. by Oogie Lee. Oogie Lee. That sounds very. Similar to Oogie Wawa. I wonder why, Evan. I wonder if there's a connection. Let's play it and find out. to stay strong open think about the old time and had it all go wrong fuck it i'll take one more melt away up on the seashore fade into the back while everybody laughs like they always did before 
keep drifting, drifting away. And I'm still faded from yesterday. I've been waiting my Drifting by Oogie Lee. Oogie Lee is the MC name of Jesse Lee Rowan Beck, who is the lead singer of Oogie Wawa, who you have seen with his insane stage presence, his dreadlocks. Okay, he's a he, he's a um, he has a presence to him, man, and it's interesting. I don't know, man. He's just talented as fuck, dude. Holy shit, man. I love the beat of that song. It's very catchy, very rhythmic, very, uh, um, man, just organic, dude. I, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. And I like what he's talking about. Kind of almost, it, it reminded me of my own life in the sense of like, I'm always about change, man. I'm always about doing things better, but I find myself sometimes right back where I started and I wonder why dude and you know it's a deep song man um you know because sometimes in life you can feel like you're drifting sometimes you tap into that motivation you get back on track but you know life is never a definite man it ebbs and flows and it goes up and down and you know the success is not a destination it's a journey man some days you have bad days some days things are all fucked up and out of order some days you have great days everything's on track and you're just boom 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 things are working and I don't believe that anyone can sustain that, you know, permanently. There's ups and downs. And, man, this is kind of an honest song. And uh, I really fuck with that, man. And this guy's a talented artist. He can rap. He can put together really good rock music. And he's one of the nicest dudes. So I met him after shows. Like, just such a genuine, awesome person. Man, that's what this genre is all about, man. So... Um, this song on a on a scale from um, zero to fuck with it. Uh, where would you put that, Evan? I I'd put it uh right about at fuck with it. Oh okay, nice yeah. dude. You can't um, get any better than that. You can't. No. No. Anything no. else to add? No. Um, I'd like to add. You know, I love kind of what you mentioned there. It's amazing how in life sometimes, um, you know, you can think that you've made it past certain points and you've finally perfected something or there's some flaw that you've always had that you finally made it past and then every once in a while you fall right back into it as you maybe you haven't done this action that you used to do for two years but you fell back into it one time um and that's okay that's, that's what happens that. it happens man you know well you gotta get back on the horse okay you know so what evan that you said you were gonna stop looking at weird things on the internet two years ago and you find yourself the other day you were just telling me before we started this podcast it happened again dude don't beat yourself up about it uh no i always look at weird things on the internet man i would never give that up i mean yeah you see my personal instagram and stuff i throw on my stories you know um yeah man yeah, um man. i'm just kidding dude what uh what do we have next 
Oh, man, a little something special for the people. <sighs> We've got Breathe and Let Go. Ooh. By Mihaly. Oh. Talk to him. Directly into my bloodstream. Holy shit, dude. What a heater, dude. That was a song, Enemies, featuring Modest Yahoo from the album Breathe and Let Go by Mahali, the album that we got blessed with on Friday. And that was just one of many. But that was a hell of a one, man. Who, Modest Yahoo, dude, and Mahali cooking up some heat in the kitchen, man. God. Dang, dude, that was a good song, man. I liked it, man. Everything Modest Yahoo does, man, is just it's thoughtful. It's powerful, man. It speaks to me. And this was a vibe, dude. I, I, uh, I, I, I'm going to be playing a lot of this, this album, that song specifically, man, when I need it. Maybe Monday morning when I'm trying to get ready for work, dude, and I'm trying to get my mind right, and I want to get motivated, and I want to get that fire in my, in my stomach, dude. I might throw this song on, dude, and just... You know, meditate on it for a second. But if you look at this album, Evan Mahali, first of all, I'm again, I'm newer, me personally, to Mahali's catalog. But dude, look at the features on that album, bro. Citizen Cope, G Love, Trevor Hall, Nako, Modest Yahoo. That is insane, dude. Like, I need to, I need to just go ahead and just jump into the deep end of the, the, the pool that is Mahali's music because there's a reason why those guys all were on this album. There's a reason, man. This guy, the, <laughs> Mahali's got something. And uh, this song was a testament to that. So I thought it was absolute fire. Um, I'm talking five alarm, 10 million Scoville. I'm talking uh, third degree burn fire, dude. Wait, is third degree worse than one degree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, third. That's the that's the bad one or okay. the good one in this case. Yeah. Damn, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't. I shouldn't use 
Burns is an analogy, man. There's people that have fallen victim to that shit. I take that back. My point is, goddamn, this was a fucking powerful song, and I liked it, and I liked the whole album, and I loved it, and that's all I gotta say about that. What else? What else we got, JB? Well, we got one more, man. This is a special one. Okay, so everybody knows we're huge fans of Roots of Rebellion. Roots of a Rebellion are fucking dope, man. We've met them. We did some live recording with them. They played um, a pipe dream brewing in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Um, you know, just they're just so dope, man. The album that they dropped last year was um, an absolute nuke, a missile, a rocket. It was just so dope, so powerful. Um, and one of their members... Uh, decided to do a little side project called Mellow Dose, M-E-L-L-O-D-O-S-E, with the song She Said. Hear for yourself. What do you guys think? change too man that was nice got me moving a little bit in the studio yeah the song's got a little uh sexy swagger to it a little bit Ooh, a little sexy swagger absolutely oh boy (laughs) (laughs) sorry i didn't mean to overwhelm you over there no man no that's uh, i didn't realize that this was a a pg-13 plus podcast man that's you know shout out uh marco martinez and his um uh, what would you call it? An alias? Yeah. He put this out under the name Mellow Dose. M-E-L-L-O-D-O-S-E. Mellow Dose. Um, I spell it because it's spelled differently than you would uh, imagine. Because it's mellow, dude. It's a dose of that mellow dope, dude. I uh, I really I love everything Rizzo Rebellion does. They're, they're just so talented. They're from... Such a, uh, you know, from from Tennessee, man, from Nashville, being in that 
pocket of culture and music. Man, you see why these guys are so talented. And uh, you know, shout shout out for Marco, man, for getting a shine here, dude. This was a this was a good song. Hopefully, uh, more to come. It's interesting, man. We're starting to see this, dude. We're starting to see members of the band, some of our favorite bands, uh, branching out and and um, you know dropping some singles, man, doing something creative. We had uh, from Chopadelic, um, Derek, uh, Brass Squatch recently came out with his own single. So I love it, man. I'm here for it. It's just a new way to enjoy, uh, you know, the, the these artists that we already really support. So um, big up, Mellow Dose. Big up. So, yeah, man, that's it, dude. That's all the music that came out last Friday that we really uh, felt it necessary to talk about. If we missed anything, let us know. We didn't exclude you for lack of love. We just, uh, you know, we're just two guys, man, you know, and and possibly a third. Oh, am I teasing something? Maybe, yeah, maybe we got somebody on board that really wants to help us grow this thing and work on uh, playlists and Facebook and help us really take this thing to the next level. But more to come on that, more to come on that. Um, in terms of reggae rock news, man, <laughs> I got nothing, dude. I didn't prepare anything. I will say. Say it. Yakopo. I love Yakopo, man. That's my guy. Uh, teasing us with a single or maybe an EP. I don't know. I think it's a single. It's called Diploma. That's coming. Next week, we've got to look forward to the Treehouse album. That's going to be uh, an experience. And we're going to have a review for that thing coming before. I think we got lucky enough to maybe listen to it, and and uh, we're gonna give you our feedback before you uh, go and buy it. All right, it's gonna be fire. I can promise you that. But definitely uh, take our word for it. Uh, actually, don't take our word for it. Read our review and uh, learn for yourself. Anyways, that's coming. Um, Roman Duddy tour is underway. Um, not much to say there. I got tickets, uh, and I'm looking forward to it, man. And um, yeah, that's it. That's it. There's a lot going on. Just, you know, cut me some slack. I'm only a man. I had to prepare for 4th and Orange. I couldn't think of all the fucking Reggae Rock news. But maybe I'll do better next week. Maybe. I mean, you did better this week than last week. Last week, you said, Evan, I've got no news. This week, look at that. You had news one, news two, news three, news four. We just had a whole bunch of stuff right there, JB. You did a great job. I'm proud of you. I like the way you said news one, news two, news three, news four. Yeah, I did Dude, that's like that, catchy. Too. We should uh, turn that into a segment. Anyways, <laughs> positive thought of the week my mind is blank right now evan i'm gonna channel something and i'm gonna say something i would imagine you're in the same boat yeah give me a word and i'll give you something positive i'll give you a positive thought about that word okay all right let's think about the conversation we had with gary from fourth and orange all right i think um here's one we were supposed to have uh uh two guests today that's true for uh to record an episode which we might have put out fourth and orange the week after or put this interview that was supposed to happen the week after depending but it fell through last minute and you know what man i was so excited dude i was so stoked dude because it was going to be big it was going to be big but you know things happened uh you know got pushed back kind of fell through and you know it bummed me out but then you know i just I remember, man, like you just got to take things as they go, man. And and that voice in my head that was like telling me how frustrated I was by it or let down or whatever. Like I just shut that off and I accepted it. Who knows what happened, man? Things happen. You know, 
This is how everything that happened was exactly how it was meant to be. We were not meant to have that conversation earlier today. We'll have that conversation in the future, hopefully. But right now, my mind is just focused on um, taking this podcast to the next level, being the best dude that I can be, crushing this week ahead of me. Uh, you know, just just appreciating everything that I do have. And in the end of the day, when things don't go your way, man, use that as motivation. Go back and be like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna make this thing bigger and better. And uh, just put myself in the right position to receive the blessings that are meant for me when the time comes. So it's just a little shift in in mindset. I think I'd share with everybody. Just just change the lens you're looking through things and put a positive spin on it, and and uh, and you'll be all right. You want to hear something funny, dude? Yes. <laughs> so for, at my job, uh, we had to take this like assessment. Like it was like a hundred questions fucked up questions basically but just like we like just the wildest questions and you'd have to answer there's like six different answers and you had to pick whichever one applied to you and then it graded you like on a you know in in percentiles tell me why dude i was in the 99th percentile for positivity dude bam yes, dude it's got to be this podcast i do a positive thought of the week every week dude of course i'm in the 99th percentile boy boy management material baby Okay, so what the ship is sinking? I'm, I'm happy. I'm grateful. I'm kidding, man. What's your uh, positive thought of the week? Positive thought. And I think I've said this one before, but that was like season one last year. But I thought about it again. It's something I think about often. Um, I'm thankful for the wealth that I have. Uh, that being, food, water, shelter. You have those three things. Um, then everything else you're stressed about is kind of superficial, man. I mean, th- those are the three big things this world that if you have it you're wealthier than so many other people on the planet you might not think about it but there's a lot of people that don't have those three things that make your life go round i mean i wake up i have food i have water i have a roof over my head and that's fantastic every day that i have those three things is a fantastic day you know what i'm thankful for i'm thankful for that sun-dried vibes sweatshirt that you're wearing because i can remember the exact night that you bought that man <laughs> and that makes me happy you know what dude we got to go to a show soon we do okay we'll catch us at a show anyways good positive thought of the week um thank you for listening to us we love you guys we love the support we're gonna keep doing the damn thing let us know who you want to see next we'll try to make it happen and just uh appreciate that you guys are all uh with us and listen to us and i hope that you guys have just a a wonderful uh morning afternoon or night man whatever applies to you so on that note peace peace